Welcome back to the Bushnell Projects Project, and good morning, or whenever you're listening to this. Hope you're having a great and godly day. Hope you had an opportunity to get into God's Word. We just want to continue on with our study of Hebrews and looking at chapter 3, trying to wrap up chapter 3 here. So I'm going to start in verse 16. And he's just repeated again, and he's he's been repeating a couple times in here, or emphasizing, if you will, um, in the in chapter in chapter three here, Psalms ninety five, verses seven and eight. You go back to that, and you'll see that today, if you hear his voice, do not harden hearts as in the rebellion. So, verse sixteen: For who were those who heard and yet rebelled? Was it not all those who left Egypt led by Moses? What? Led by Moses. That's right. The Exodus generation who got out of Egypt with Moses, the parting of the Red Sea, all the miracles in the desert, the feeding of the manna, everything else. Verse 17. And with whom was he provoked for 40 years? Was it not those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to, do, to those who were disobedient? So we see that they were unable to enter because of the unbelief. Now Hebrews is setting up the theme or the reality that Jesus, the Messiah, Jesus is the Messiah, that he's greater than the angels, and he's greater than Moses and Abraham and the the priesthood coming you know coming from Aaron on down Jesus is greater than all of them he's prophet priest and king and greater than any prophet any priest and any king so that's a big deal so he's setting all that up and then saying now that you've seen Jesus you're a witness to it just like those who were a witness to Moses how can you walk away from this Moses was just a man and with all the miracles that God did through Moses. Now that you've met God, you really, you really want to walk away from Him. Did you not see His anger against the people that walked away from the man that was used by God versus walking away from the Messiah? So it's a big deal. And another thing to recognize here is that it our it's our our disobedience that comes from the unbelief. So we we have this unbelief in God and we become disobedient so is there unbelief in God being able to do things and lead him to a place of rest that brought him in you know unbelief brought him into disobedience and their disobedience kept him from finding that rest so today as you walk as you to go through your day and do all the things here at the end of the week that you no, you have to get done to think about, man, am I, am I really in a good place with God? To repent maybe of things you've been placing in front of your relationship with God, whether that's some good things. It could be some good things. It's Maybe it's some, you know, for me, it can be a game I like to play on my phone. It can be just getting out my hammock. Maybe even yard work. Yard work's a good thing. Laying out in your hammock is a good, is a good thing. Even playing a game on your phone or computer can be a good thing, but it's not if it's taking the place of that time that you need to spend with God, that you need to spend in prayer, that you need to spend in the Word, 
or that time that you need to spend investing in your relationship with your wife and your children. So just want to encourage you guys as you're going into the weekend, what's the plan? What's your plan to make sure you're successful in the most important things in your life right now? Your relationship with God, your relationship with your wife and your children and those nearest to you, your neighbor, loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. And so part of that loving your neighbor is your wife, loving your neighbor is your children, but it's also the next door neighbor, literally. Uh, so I want to encourage you guys, don't don't give up on reading God's word. I know I hear sometimes from you guys, man, I just don't I just don't like I don't like reading God's word. It doesn't make sense to me. We'll read one part over and over and over again. Take the Gospel of Mark and just read it over and over again. Or if that's too long, take the letter of Colossians or Philippians and read that over and over again until you start to get the theme. You start to, oh, this is what he's saying. I know what he's going to say next. And and it, it just starts to flow. So I encourage you this weekend. That I pray you have a great and godly weekend putting God and, and those incredible relationships that he's placed right there in front of you first. God bless you. Have that great weekend.